Phil, that was uh, Debashish Banerjee and uh, Vikram Zucci, a uh, filmmaker and an academic, uh, come together and uh, they put together a film. And, and I have to think <clears throat> that um, no film, be it documentary or, documentary or otherwise, especially when you're doing it in uh, places like India and Nepal, is an easy uh, outing. It's going to be an amazing amount of time and energy and uh, person power that goes into it. Absolutely. I, I, I know them both, and I've chatted with them about their adventure getting this done. And of course, you know, we've known people who've made films, tried to make films. It's always hard to get the money together. Uh, to and, and if you're shooting on location in uh, exotic places, um, there's a lot of discomfort, a lot of surprises, a lot of unpredictability. And, you know, look, I've led three tours to India. Just even doing that is hard. And there's always uh, hassles and crazy things that happen. So I can only imagine when you're dealing with film equipment and, you know, people, uh, you know, you want on camera and weather conditions. <laughs> it, it, I'm sure it was difficult. Yeah, and uh, it was interesting. Um, he brought out that... Um art in, in, in the East, especially India and Nepal, when he's talking about it is religious in nature and uh, different than, <clears throat> say, uh, representational or non-representational art that we find today in the West. Or even uh, abstract art. But, abstract yeah. art, yeah. But, but, but the, the, um, uh, I, it seems like the motivation for art in India now and in Nepal uh, now is similar to the motivation for art, say, during a Renaissance period in Europe. Um, you could probably say that, but, you know, from what I can tell, you know, they were focusing on traditional art, on the paintings and sculpture that are used in uh, uh, what we would call in the West worship settings, you know, mainly temples, shrines and, and the like. India in modern times also has developed a thriving art scene right. of, of similar to, you know, what we in the West call, you know, the fine arts, the art without a, a, an explicit spiritual or religious purpose, but art for, the, for the, just the sake of aesthetics and the uh, experience of uh, creating and viewing art for art's sake, as opposed to the, you know, the traditional arts of that, um, like the, the, the church arts of Europe and the temple arts of India. Uh, but, but in this, their film, in Darshan, they were focusing on, on um, the uh, art with a traditional spiritual uh, or um, a purpose. Right. I, I was also thinking that uh, the uh, art of India, art of Nepal, Hindu art, let's say with a Hindu theme, uh, is uh, li uh, like uh, Catholicism. Uh, there's a wide range uh, or there's a, an abundance of subject matter. Yeah. Because in Catholicism, you have, you know, Christ and Mary and you have all these saints, an endless number of saints. Uh, uh, that you can paint and, and depict in art, uh, whereas in India, in Hinduism, uh, 
uh, you have uh, <laughs> all of these deities. Yeah. Uh, that can be represented. Thousands of them. But also, also in both cases, you have the great stories, the stories that have been uh, that are either history or, you know, mythology, depending on your point of view, but that have been sources of teaching and inspiration and spiritual guidance for hundreds and thousands of years. So, you know, you go to the museums and churches of, of Europe and you see biblical scenes painted. And similarly, you know, you see deities represented in India, but you also will see uh, scenes from the Ramayana and the Mahabharata and the Krishna stories and so on and so forth. Yeah, I mean, even uh, in Cambodia at Angkor Wat, <clears throat> the ancient temple there, there's a huge display of, uh, you know, that depicts the Ramayana. And um, yeah. and I'm sure that there's endless number of uh, depictions of that. Oh, yeah. In, in, when you uh, take your tours uh, to India, and you could tell us a little bit about that, uh, do you focus much on art when you're there? Um, only to the extent... That it appears in temples, or perhaps uh, places where you know we're shopping. Uh, I I have brought home some beautiful paintings, uh, you know, of uh, in in this case uh, scenes from the Krishna uh, stories. Um, but uh, the art. I mean, we focus on our tours uh, on. Uh, visiting with uh, places that are associated with the, the gurus who came to, who we're familiar with in America. But we also go to temples and we've gone to historic sites, you know, like archeological sites. So, so art figures in, in that context, very intimately. Yeah, it, uh, is there a place in India uh, that you've been where, uh, You've enjoyed art tremendously. Do you have a favorite spot for art? That's a good question. <laughs> I've actually been to like the Modern Art Museum in different places where you know you see art for art's sake. But the temple arts, you know, I, I can just think of so many temples, especially in South India, where it just hits you in the face. You know, in remarkable sculptures, and sometimes painted, sometimes, uh, you know, in raw, white, without uh, um, the painting, of uh, complex uh, scenes. And I, I've been to uh, archaeological sites, you know, old temples, temples that are not in use anymore, but that have been maintained uh, for uh, pilgrimage and, and um, historical purposes. The sculpture work, the intricacies of it, it is just absolutely extraordinary. Just from an aesthetic point of view and from uh, the amazement of, of how these things get got done. Um, you know, it's, it's like you see the, the facade of Notre Dame or something and you have a similar experience only this this tends to be uh more minute in in the detail do, do, do most people have religious art in their homes oh yeah you, you'll see it well you know there's many secular people in india so you know they might 
in a in a in an affluent family. I've been to some homes in India of affluent people. They just have fine art on the walls, but they might also have a beautiful Shiva Nataraj or uh, uh, painting uh, from uh, you know so some scenes from the Ramayana or something. So yeah, uh, you see it. And most people will have at least, you know, some shrine, some deity depicted uh, on a puja table or on their wall or, you know, so it's, it's very common. Well, uh, the, the, the film, <clears throat> uh, it sounds like it's going to be uh, shown at a number of museums in the United States. I, I know his art was uh, initially shown um, in, uh, in, in Santa Barbara at the museum there. Uh, and, well, and now, well, no, well, yeah, it was the the film was inspired by uh, an exhibit in Santa Barbara of traditional Indian art, um, and so they went to India, and and you know the film is actually really interesting. Uh, Will just, it be available online, Phil? You know? Yeah, I think yes, that was the point. So people, you know, Google Darshan, the living art of India. It's, it's, you know, what I found most fascinating was the, the interviews and the images of the traditional artisans and craftsmen who make this stuff. Um, and it's interspersed with scholarly talk about the purpose of it and the history of it and all that. So, but, but that glimpse you get of ordinary craftsmen, some of whom you know, it's been the, the tradition, traditional work of their family for many generations. So it, it, it's an it's a interesting anthropological uh, uh, film as well as everything else. Well, we'll have as much information as we can up about yep. it so you can pursue that. Uh, and uh, you can always contact us and we can get you more information. But uh, by all means, see it. I think um, uh, it, it, it's very enriching and it's something everybody, you know, it, it's it's an area of art that everybody should have some exposure to. Yeah. And just colors and feelings uh, from that part of the world. And uh, now let's special. toot our own horn for bringing such interesting information to yes. our listeners and we want them to show their appreciation if they can afford it by helping us keep the thing going. By I, I'm glad you brought that up, Phil, because we've been at this for a number of years, and I don't know, 260, 270 shows posted. Our archives, all of it, everything we offer is free, and we want to keep it that way, but we would also appreciate any support. So on our, our, our Facebook page, our website, rather, we have uh, spiritmatterstalk.com. We have a uh, uh, red button you can click and go to PayPal and uh, give uh, a contribution. It's not a donation because we're not a nonprofit, so it is not tax deductible. But any contribution to keep us on the air, keep our archives open, and keep it all free. I so, feel like we're NPR. Yeah. <laughs> what would that stand for? And viewers like you. Thank we'll you. Keep us, but we don't give free CDs of, of music or anything. So, but any, in any in any event, uh, great interview, Phil. Okay, next time. Okay.